Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, March 14th. The share of women working in the global alternatives investment industry has grown slightly in the past year, but remains small compared to male counterparts. A recent survey from industry analyst Prekin reveals that women make up just 21.3% based on January 2023 data of those working in alternatives around the world, an increase from 20.9% in January 2022. At junior levels, the proportion is higher at almost one third, but it drops to just above 25% for mid-level roles and then to 13.6% in senior roles such as C-suite, chairs, directors and founders. Board members of fund managers have just 10.6% represented of women, but this is slightly better among investors at 14.2%. North America is, however, doing better than global peers. Here, the proportion of women working in the industry is 22.3%, beating Europe at 20.9%, Asia at 20%, and Latin America, Middle East and Africa averaging 18.8% between them. North America also does better than other regions for female representation at senior level, 14.4%, and this is seen across all asset classes. For institutional investors, women have a larger share of roles globally at 24.4% compared to the 21% for fund managers, but there remains a lag for senior positions. Women occupy 34.5% of positions at the junior level, 26.6% at the mid-level and 17.2% of senior positions. And women are still underrepresented in investment teams and portfolio management at 20.2%, while having a stronger presence in investor relations and marketing at 38.1%. Sustainability has become ingrained in the language of business with investors and consumers coming to expect it from brands. But when it comes to individual behaviour, are Canadians committed to living sustainably, even if it comes with additional cost or a change in the way they like to live? A new survey from ESG reporting software company Onion Corporation asked investors and consumers about several elements of sustainable living. They wanted to establish how deeply committed they are to everything from workforce diversity to ethical supply chains to companies and their obligations to the communities in which they operate. One key takeaway was that four in five respondents believe it's easier to live sustainably if you're wealthy. This opinion is widely held among the 18 to 34s who took part at 83% and still in a sizable share of 55 plus at 75%. The research also revealed that while 81% of respondents indicated willingness to keep their cell phone for an extra year or two to benefit the environment, a deeper dive tells a different story. Just 38% said they felt strongly about this commitment. On supply chain safety, the survey found that three quarters of Canadians expressed concern about the environmental risks of transporting hazardous materials and a similar share acknowledged that there are environmental risks embedded in supply chains. But when strong feelings are assessed, the numbers fall to just 31% and 22% respectively. The yield on short-term Canada bonds is falling at the fastest rate in decades, as investors bet the Bank of Canada will cut rates in coming months to counter fallout from the collapse of US regional banks. Bloomberg reports that Canada's two-year benchmark yield tumbled 42 basis points Monday to just above 3.5%, bringing its total decline since Wednesday to about 77 basis points. The last time the benchmark dropped that much over three trading sessions was in May 1995, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. Traders in overnight interest swaps are now pricing in rate cuts from the Bank of Canada by June. Last week, traders were expecting the next move to be a hike. It was a day of investors seeking safe havens as the collapse of regional U.S. lenders Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank rattled investor confidence in the U.S. banking system. Gold jumped and U.S. Treasury yields also saw an historic decline. Economists at Nomura Securities predicted that the Fed will reverse course and cut its benchmark interest rate by a quarter percentage point at next week's policy meeting. 
These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, will the SVB contagion touch everything, everywhere, all at once? CI Global Asset Management's Chief Investment Officer lifts the lid on the thinking behind a single ticket strategy for private markets exposure. And do we really need that many investment products? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.